Welcome to the Paywall Podcast, where we discuss paywalls and paywall strategies. We will talk with some of the publishers that we work with at Zine 101, the things that work and the things that don't. There's so many amazing things you can do in the digital world as a publisher to not only increase your digital subscriptions, but also engage your audience. Let's get started. Welcome again to the Paywall Podcast. This is episode number 10, and I'm here with uh, Wally Wallace from 50 Fish in Maine, and we are going to talk about social media marketing, and we're going to uh, talk about uh, social media, uh, probably some other marketing rabbit holes, depending on, on where we go, with a publication called Small Boats Monthly, and we're going to talk about uh, this particular uh, publication as as an example. Now, uh, Wally, you're you're from Fifty Fish. You're you're based in Yarmouth, Maine, I believe. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Beautiful. We're based at home now, which is spread out. But, <laughs> but yes, we have an office in Yarmouth. <laughs> We're all based at home now. It's kind of kind of the way it is. Uh, well, welcome welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Oh yeah. And you guys are, um, I, I guess what I would see you as an e-commerce design and marketing agency with a focus on WordPress. Does that sound about right? Yeah, pretty much. We um, we we started in e-commerce, and I think that's that's still a big focus for us. Um, yeah. WordPress is something that that pretty much all of our clients use. Um, in some form or another as an add-on to an e-commerce or as their platform. Um, yeah. So it's a big part of our business as well. Yeah, WordPress has really grown to dominate, it, and especially in the publishing space. Um, if you, there was a survey they went out last year. Uh, it was a pretty big survey, and they found that about 50% of publishers, uh, large, medium, and small sort of a, a range were using WordPress. And, right. Uh, that's a big... Was yeah, it's come a long way. Back uh, when we first looked at CMSs, we we found Joomla and mm-hmm. uh, even the predecessor to Joomla and WordPress. And, you know, it's WordPress is now the the dominant one for us. Yeah, I remember going through the same thing. I was looking at Drupal, Joomla, and WordPress, um, and they were all around version one. And I and I'm not a developer. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm dangerous with code. So <laughs> I remember setting up WordPress and they did the, I don't know if they still do the famous five minute setup, but that was the famous five minute setup and it, and it, it installed on the server and it was up and running and, and literally in just a few minutes, it was really easy. And then I went to one of the others and failed completely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, yep, oh, okay. I guess uh, my mind's made up. We're going WordPress. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but yeah, no, it has become a quite it's for and for publishing, it's so flexible. You know, I mean, you have you have all these pre-made solutions. Um, I mean, just thousands and, and thousands of developers contributing all these great plugins and themes. And uh, of course, now the challenge is a little different, right? Where you you just need to know what you're doing in WordPress to kind of keep it all organized and properly. I think that's it. It's um... You know, it is very simple. Somebody can get into it and plug in a theme and, and go with it. But um, what we try to do is is elevate that and take it to the next level. So mm. 
we um we for a lot of our clients we we customize the themes uh, so you know the it really we have a base theme that we work from that we built and from there we uh, we can take it in any direction we want that's that's what we do with small boats as well it's really mm-hmm. kind of cool uh, build off the basis basics that are there in design of a new site that was right. how how we and the client wanted it to look yeah that's 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 the absolutely the way to go i'm so happy to hear you say that because then you can control the design aspects and and uh i'm going to assume not literate litter it with functionality that gets in the way right right it's yeah, a, a custom site and uh that's you know that's how we prefer to work now we we really don't use plug-in um themes any longer um, right yeah it's really all custom at this point yeah we're, we're in the same boat it may use a pun, but yeah, yeah. You, you gotta you gotta work with your own theme. Otherwise, you just it's you can't debug a third party theme. Um, oh god! And I'm not a developer either, so I I understand the basics of it. Um, I did some development back in the early 2000s, and and once people start going away from the tables, I I kind of faded out of the picture. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think you and I sound kind of kind of alike in that way. Um, well, let's let's let me dig into the small boats uh, uh, website, and before we get into the social media marketing aspect, I just want to kind of set this up so so there's a little history here. So I know we've both uh, been working on this site for years. Um, we we uh, set up small boats monthly originally with their old design. We didn't really touch their design, but we did set up uh, leaky paywalls. So we started we started paid subscription paid subscriptions on the site. Um, it was just um, uh, paid subscriptions. There was no free registration, which is currently on the site. Uh, we set up issue M for web based issues, um, yeah. and we also built the iOS and Android apps. Uh, that's all integrated with the, with the paywall uh, system and and the issues and um, that. That seemed to run pretty well for for a while. Um, they are a, I'd say, 95% digital only publication. They, they're they a magazine, but they're digital issue magazine. Um, yeah, so they, they correct, they are, they are digital. Um, they have an annual print um, mm. that is basically a collection of the digital, the best digital stories from the year previous. And uh, yeah. But really, it's it's a digital publication. Yep. Yeah. Do you have any idea how the print, uh, the annual print, uh, does for them? It does well. It's been actually we've been we started releasing um, articles from previous editions of the print. Uh, the print goes back to 2007. Mm-hmm. Right. There is, you know, the digital started in 2014. So there's seven years of. of Print articles about small boats um, that we're starting to re-release on the site as as um, interesting. So you're bringing you're unlocking those articles. You're bringing them forward. Yeah, and it was it was mostly a newsstand piece. Um, the print publication. It really wasn't a uh, mm-hmm. uh, subscriber based item. It was it was more of a newsstand item, um, and then it was sold on the wooden boat store and, and promoted right. there. 
Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. So they really did start off as a print publication. They did. They yeah. did. But small boats became um, a way to, to really test the waters in digital and, and see how that system works. Um, right. Right. Yeah, it's, it's been exciting. Yeah, no, it, that, that's that's great. Um, I, they, they get uh, subscriptions through the app stores. They they get subscriptions online. I actually uh, checked in this morning and see that the free registration uh, wall that you guys set up for them is really converting a lot of a lot of uh, uh, visitors into registrants. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the paywall is fun. Um, that is something that that I know you guys have put a lot of time into, um, but it's a it's a really fun thing to play with and see how little changes like that make a big difference. <laughs> fun. That's a good word. I like that. Our paywall is fun. Come on over here. We'll have some fun. <laughs> joke about it. It's a, um, really, it's a, the publishing world, see, it, it's a promotional machine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's all based around the marketing and, and the product, you know, there's no cost to the product necessarily, like a like a e-commerce product. You pay mm -hmm. twenty dollars and you sell it for forty. Right, right. Is, there's unlimited supply. Right, right. An amazing business model, and, and we've been excited to play with it. That's great. That's awesome. So, a few years ago, uh, two two years ago, well, you guys redesigned the site, I think. Yeah, yeah. It it was a process. We we spent, you know, uh, a fair amount of time with them, going through edits and designs and um, and really the content to to get it laid out the way we wanted. But it's it's been live for a little over a year now, I think. A little over a year. That's it's awesome. So I just have to say, and I've told you this before, that I, I love this design. I mean, I think you. You just nailed the whole digital issue uh, concept so elegantly with issue M. I mean, it's one of the finest uh, issue M designs I've seen. It's just great. And uh, it's, you know, the, the, obviously you're leveraging some beautiful photography um, and you putting that front and center on your design uh, language is just, is just terrific. And um, have you, have you seen any bump in, uh, conversions after oh, the new design went live it's uh it's been night and day so mm. and i think it, it you know it's hard to say that it was just the design um mm -hmm. although I'll, I'll give that a lot of credit because we we had kind of ramped up and planned to get to the point where that design came out um and ramped up social and email strategy and everything else to get there to that point mm -hmm. so that once we got to that point, we had our audience beginning to, to build, we could really launch into the new design and, and promote it. So yeah, uh, yeah we've seen a, a huge uptick in not only um, not only conversions, but traffic. And, mm. uh, and that's been great. You know, organic traffic is way up. Mm. Uh, and uh, just overall traffic to the site is, is you know, I think we're up almost 100, well, a little over 100% year to year, uh, pretty really? consistent every month. So. so let's let's let's. I think it's a good segue to kind of jump into into the marketing side of the equation. 
Um, so traffic's up 100%, organic's up. Um, I know you guys are uh, doing some aggressive social media marketing for small boats. Um, sounds like email marketing as well. Correct. You wanna, yep. Can you break down sort of the, the different things that you're doing to generate sure. this traffic? Yeah, we, um, you know, it all starts with the content. So organic um, uh, is big, uh, email is big, and, and social. And those are the three areas that we really play. And we do some paid as well mm -hmm. um, with some remarketing and, and some, some targeting ads. But more of it is really around using the content to leverage these channels. So... Mm -hmm. And the paywall, I mean, the paywall is the genius part of it. So we, we basically, we know that, that the people on our email list are interested in our product. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The site they've signed up. And we know if we put enough content in front of them that interests them, we can convert them to subscribers. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's a big part of it. And the same thing with, with social, it really comes down to showing them content. Um, our followers and would-be followers, showing them content that they'll be interested in and then getting them to hit enough of it so they hit the paywall and finally they realize, you know, this is this is great. I want more. Um, and they turn into subscribers. So, mm. Gotcha. Now, it's really a, a fascinating marketing model that, uh, that we've kind of fine-tuned and, and seems to be working really well. Yeah, no, that... I love how you say putting more content there they might be interested in in front of them. I, I that speaks volumes. Uh, you know, you you talk about three things: organic, social, and email. Just to just to break that yeah. down for the listeners, organic. You're referring to organic search, so essentially Google traffic that you know people are searching for an article and something they find the article on the site. And so yeah. you you're, you have that level of traffic, and then social media traffic is social sharing essentially, or people being in social and discovering, okay, this is a new article that was posted, and then email, of course, or anybody that's registered or signed up to the email list. Correct. Yeah, and and I guess those are the three big buckets, mm. um, you know, and and. There's there's other little things in play, but if we can focus on those three, we can we can make a big difference. So are you are you focused in any one of the three areas more than another? I would say there was a there was a big focus on organic at the beginning, where we went back through and and worked on some of their their content titles and things like that to, mm -hmm. right. to make sure that we were hitting some keywords that we knew we we would be able to attract customers in on. Yep. Uh, that is an ongoing process that we work with the editors to, to make sure that we're titling things correctly and mm. kind of including keywords where we can um, to yep. make them, you know, powerful on search. Right, right. Uh, our efforts have shifted really to the, the social and the email um, on the marketing side from mm. there um, mm. as the project has, has evolved. So I noticed that uh, small boats is um, very active, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, a lot of action in Facebook, a lot of action on Instagram, some a little bit in YouTube, and a little bit. Um, where's the fourth one? Um, 
suppose if I go to the bottom of their site, um, Pinterest. Yes. Yeah, that's not the forum. That's a um, Pinterest is a is a funny thing that that we didn't expect for this client, um, mm -hmm. but it, it is one of the top traffic drivers um, to the huh. website as really? far as social goes. And, wow. Uh, you know, we're 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 playing with things to to try to monetize that better, um, and it keeps evolving. But Pinterest is something that. Um, with this premium content and with the images that, that mm. the content has, it's yeah. it's amazing, um, and it it drives you know consistently the most traffic to the site. It doesn't convert the most mm -hmm. uh, people into to subscribers yet. But it's definitely driving traffic. Right, that's interesting. You, would you say Pinterest is actually sending more traffic than Facebook uh, and Instagram? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Again, hmm. Facebook and Instagram are, are uh, more targeted, and hmm. we can we can present information, um, you know, in their stream um, on a daily basis. Whereas Pinterest is is you put the information up and you let people hmm. find it. Hmm. So it's more of a, um, a search platform, right? Uh, right. Is you know, a social engagement platform. Right. So they're totally different, but uh, absolutely can't be discounted. So lesson learned, uh, it sounds like anybody who's got a, a, a visual uh, publication, lots, you know, lots of good photography should be in Pinterest. Oh my gosh, yes. And there are tricks to setting up the boards correctly and, and making sure that the, um, you know, everything is pinned. In, in the right way so it's searchable. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if your content has great images associated with it um, that are revolve around subjects that are searchable and you can you can add that to the the post. Right. Right. Yeah. So I haven't been in Pinterest in a while, so I'm I'm pretty behind the curve on it. Are are does Pinterest allow uh, live links from the post? Yes. We can link directly from the uh, the image or the, the content within the image post to the site. Gotcha. We can definitely play with um, some different scenarios to to drive people in. So that's that's different from like Instagram, where you you get a link to your main site off your account, but there's no there's no hot links from. Even that is changing. So we use a new program. Yeah. Uh, with Instagram so that when you click on the hot link in the account, yeah, pulls up a board with all of the posts and you can click on those individual posts to go to the article. Um, and that has been, that's been great. Instagram is, is doing really well in that regards. Oh, that's interesting. So um, I'm on, I'm, I'm on Instagram now. I'm on the small boats magazine, Instagram site. And I see you have stories at the top, and then it looks like individual posts below that. Yep. Okay. And then I'm trying to find a link in here. So is it is there a link in is it in the copy or is it like on the photo itself? Uh, so if you go to uh, if you go to the the homepage yep. for for the Instagram for Smallboat, yep. and you click on the subscribe and links button. Yep. 
you'll pop up, you know, we have current issue, archive, subscribe. I see. Yeah. One of these. Got it. Below is a link to the article that is represented there. Got it. Yep, I see that takes you right to it. So the way, so the, what, what Instagram is doing is they're giving you kind of a master link, and then you can build out the links that you want to send people to from that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Cool. The other cool thing we've implemented here, uh, which is neat, is is using stories to promote issues. Yeah, so, I saw well, that. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So if you click on say current issue or January issue. Um, yeah. It'll be a story that pops up that that rotates through some of the articles in the issue, um, disappears in people's feeds, so they can swipe up on yep. the feed on yep. your phone. Yep. Right to that article. Um, so it's it's a great tool. Yeah, so the with the stories, essentially what small boats, what you're doing with small boats is you're teasing each issue as it gets published. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it looks yeah. great. And those are pinned to the the profile page. Right. But we use stories fluidly throughout our posts as well because it's a great way, you know, while you can't link directly to an article mm. from one of these um, posts, you can link to it from a story. Um, and, you know, I think, unfortunately, you need to have 10,000 followers to be able to use stories in this way. Mm. Interesting but you're allowed to swipe up and go directly to the article. So it's a uh, 10,000 followers. And I wonder why they restrict that. That's interesting. Oh, they're, they have some reason I'm sure. I guess they want to, they want to make sure that, that you are a uh, legit. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise their platform would be just filled with the uh, Yeah. Link farms, right. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. That's funny. Well, what I, so what, what I, so the, the stories um, is really brilliant. So each issue you publish, you create a, a story uh, to tease that issue. And then, uh, but I also thought what was really uh, nice is on the, uh, when you click the main hot link to, to the, the landing pages, you have the, the current issue highlighted, the archives issues as a button as well. And then, of course, you have a subscribe button in there as well. Yeah. So you're really, you're really kind of hitting it all. And yeah, this is this is a magazine. It's a it's a digital publication, but we want it to feel like a premium yep. magazine. Yeah. Um, so we're we're calling out the issues as well as the archive. Um, yeah. It's great. Yeah. At the 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 way you've set up. Instagram is really pretty brilliant. It, it does call out the issues very strongly. It teases teases them through stories, which gets which gets highlighted. Um, of course, you're using beautiful photography, and then in the and then and then the actual links out. Um, and what do you call what do you call the landing page? It has the current issue, archive, and subscribe buttons on it. What's what? Well, this is this is um, the program that we use. It's a it's a shop grid landing page so. okay got it yep so it's like a it's like a um it's like an intermediary step you're not just yeah. sending people cold to the site from a main link you're kind of sending them to the a warm-up page which gives them options some basic options and some more beautiful right. photos right. yeah i like it 
That's great. And one of the things that that I I think I always talk about is, you know, when you're selling subscriptions or premium access or memberships or whatever it is, um, as a publisher, you want to weave in your the fact that that you have premium content and, and that there is a, a fee associated with it throughout anything you present. So when you're when you're taking people to this intermediary page, the fact that you have a, a subscribe button right there up front, along with the you know current issue and archives, I think sends that message. You know, this is premium content. Yes, I I agree. We um, it is it's you know, the content is uh, is definitely worth the price of of admission, and I think by showing enough of it here, yeah. Uh, really get people interested that's great so yeah i would say to any listeners that are publishing uh issue m issues and if you're not you should be anyway you should be publishing special issues off your your news feed thematically similar special issues but this if you go to small boats monthly and you go to their instagram uh 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 portal check it out it's a it's a beautiful implementation um of a instagram strategy especially for an issue publisher uh that's taking paid subscriptions so that that's that's really fantastic thanks for sharing that oh sure that's great so well, let's everybody's different so different right uh, right you know this is how we organize content but that doesn't mean that everybody will do it in the same way but i think you can use some of the features here and kind of build out your strategy um you know, use stories that are pinned to this page and, and right. you know, maybe it's your most important content sections or right. you know, that you update on a, on a weekly basis. Um, we happen to choose issues because it's an easy yep. way to realize it, but yeah, uh, it could be anything. Well, every publisher, I mean, from our experience, every publisher we've ever dealt with has been, has had different needs on the content side, on the subscription side, whether it's issue publishing or um, you know some specific membership content or premium plus content or archive content that's premium, um, you know everyone's a little different, and uh, so you know how you approach social media is is probably going to be a bit different for for everybody. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, all right, let's let's head over to the the, the elephant out there, the the Facebook. <laughs> Uh, the, the the big social media uh, one, which now I've learned doesn't drive as much traffic as Pinterest, which I think is really amazing. But um, there are, you know, I'm looking at the uh, the Facebook page now, and um, there are quite a lot of of um, uh, folks that have have liked uh, the page. Um, but what I notice, and and what I'm what I'm sensing is that um, a story goes into Facebook, um, it gets a little personal attention. Sometimes there might be multiple photos involved. Um, and yeah. the, there are teasers in, um, to, to, the, uh, uh, to the story, it seems like. So just, just before you jump in, you know, back in the day when I used to do more social media work um, and I don't anymore, um, there was all sorts of um, uh, and probably still is today, but automated software to post articles, right? So you would like, okay, right. we're going to publish this article, and then we're going to blast that article to 10 different social media platforms, you know, 
uh, stumble upon, like all these like, you know, crazy platforms. And then we can kind of wipe our hands and just walk away and we will say that we we're done with it. Now, you know, since then, obviously that doesn't work. You know, people can sniff out an automated system a mile away and that's not really being very social in social media. Right. <laughs> so let's assume that sort of the baseline knowledge level um, for for um, everyone is I post an, I have an article I post on my uh, WordPress site and then I go to Facebook and I drop in a link I hit post and I go away what what am I doing wrong right we so I think let's step back and look at the different platforms so every platform mm. has a different message so you know there's ways to tailor a post for instagram and for facebook and it doesn't take a lot of effort mm -hmm. but they should be doing that. um and the days of just you know like you said pushing a button and sending it to all the platforms um really should be over we we really need to to curate these posts in a way that matches the platform and how people engage with the platform mm -hmm. I think that's that's one big thing to note is is the way you post on Instagram or Pinterest or you know could be LinkedIn um, which we don't use for this client but we use for others um, mm -hmm. or whatever the platform might be um, to use use the rules for optimization with that platform and, and really stick to it mm -hmm. um, so that that's important to know. So, like, so what would be different between Facebook and Instagram as far as, you know, strategically? What what might be uh, something that that you would do differently? Yeah, Instagram. What we've what we've found, especially with this client, is the hashtags around small boats are incredibly popular. Hmm. Uh, we've built we've built that audience organically uh, by really just using hashtags. And making sure that we on Instagram we cover um, pretty much every hashtag we can for small boats uh -huh. and, and the direct subject matter we want to keep it relevant so we would never post a kayak and say hashtag powerboat right right relevant um, but we've tried to blanket it so we're coming up in feeds of, for people that are looking you know people follow hashtags right. We, up in those feeds right uh, so that's on instagram how you know every post will be similar mm. the message might be a little shorter because it's really an image-based messaging system mm. um, and it will have quite a few hashtags attached to it um, facebook we can be a little bit more in depth um, but we're really still relying on images one thing that we um, mm. that we found early on is you know, you could quickly, um, when you go to create a post, just paste in the link of the article that you want to post to. Right. And Facebook will try to grab information about it. You could edit it a little bit if you wanted or just leave it yeah. and post it as a link to an article. Yep. Um, what we've found works better is to actually take the, the amazing images from this premium content, mm. post those as images on their own, with a description and a link to the article. Yeah, yeah. I and that's made a big difference. So um, we're able to do galleries of images and, and right. we're not by just 
you know, we see it so often where, where publishers or anyone else will just link to the article. Right. All good. Um, but we've found this, this method increases the engagement um, mm. by quite a bit. Yeah. Well, so the, what strikes me with that, that's really interesting is that you, you're taking a really like a native Facebook approach where, so if you have, if there are a few images in the, in the article, you can post two or three or whatever makes sense. And like you said, turn something, it could be like a mini gallery for a post. And that okay. becomes the sort of the native um, feel for that post. Uh, and then of course you can custom craft the, uh, the, uh, the message, the messaging. And we, you know, we try to lead in with a, uh, a few sentences and, and then ask people to read about this boat, you know, read about it here and mm -hmm. then give it away. Right. Um, right. But really it's, it's, you know, it's the images that, that draw people in. And if that image resonates with you, you're going to stop and look at it. And then you might read a little bit about it. And then hopefully you're going to go to the like. Yeah. And I see a lot of shares on there. You know, they're, they're every, almost every post has a number of shares. Yeah. Uh, which is which is great, um, and I I I I, I could see how the image leading with really good imagery, natively in Facebook will would really encourage people to uh, to share. And and I like you know what you just said about telling people to go here to read more. It sounds simple, but you don't get that if you just post a link, right? Like if you post a link, you get hopefully the right image. And you get the excerpt, hopefully the right excerpt. You have kind of you have limited control over what gets posted. Sometimes, sometimes I see publications that are not even optimized for that. Right. <laughs> and things look really bad. Um, but the fact that you're telling people like, hey, read more about it here, it's it really speaks to um, being very very clear about what to do next on the web, which you always have to do. Uh, I think that was great. You know, if, if you're interested in this boat, you're going to, you, you want to see more images. You want to click through. Um, it's, uh, it's a great way to do it. And, uh, you know, once we tested it early on with, with posting articles versus posting images and, and descriptions, and this by far was, was a winner. This is great. So I'm gonna, one thing I'm going to say, uh, so we're working on uh, insights for Leaky Paywall uh, right now. And that's uh, one of our big pushes this year. And we have, uh, we have a, a couple of beta sites already up and running. We're using um, uh, Google's new, um, uh, new dashboard for this. And what we're, one of the things we're tracking is um, conversions and where this and what source the conversions are coming from, right? So, yep. Duh, because of the work you're doing here with with small boats, we should probably front uh, set that up sooner than later, so we can start tracking yep. exactly. Okay, well, you know, this came from uh, from you know Pinterest, Facebook, yep. Instagram. Well, I think I think we might be ahead of you. That's great. Um, yeah. We. We actually already do that with a data studio dashboard. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. You're tracking, tracking users. We track, we, we custom create dashboards for our clients. Um, mm -hmm. and this one, um, I haven't even shown you this yet, Peter. I can, I can send you a copy of it, but yeah. So we, we 
Yeah, we track it. Um, basically, basically, we look at organic email, direct social media and referrals on the main page. Mm -hmm. uh, just so we can get a sense of a 30,000 foot overview where things are coming from. And then we dive in deeper on individual pages. But yeah, uh, yep. that, that's great. That's hugely important. I mean, if you don't know where the traffic is coming from or, or the conversions, right, uh, right, it's going to make it difficult to optimize. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, we should talk afterwards because we have, because it's optimized for leaky paywall, we're tracking sources of free registrations versus paid registrations um, yeah. since we're, yeah. we're, we're doing the e-commerce tracking bit. Um, so, yeah, let's have a conversation about that. I'll send you a copy of this. That, that's interesting because, uh, you know, our, our business from the beginning, we um, we have prided ourselves on always using data as a as a source. And yeah, that's, you know, knowing what works and what doesn't is a big part of the whole puzzle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can speak confidently about it for sure. And it gives us, a you know, every every call that we have with the client. We open up by looking at the dashboard. Right. <laughs> Here's what's going on. Right. Right. Awesome. You know, we know that since we implemented your uh, your paywall with the email, um, actually our pages per session went up, which we thought were going to go down. Right. Right. Yep. Things like that that are very very interesting. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We thought the same thing. We were wondering once the free registration started, but it turns out that yeah, pages are up because yeah. traffic's up yeah it's great all right cool um more to talk about and i love it uh so let's let's dive into youtube a little bit um how uh with youtube uh the things that i do know about youtube uh is once you get a uh a video on your youtube channel your YouTube channel is actually like almost like another search engine. I think YouTube is actually the second largest search engine in the world after Google, the parent company. Um, and so there's a lot of benefit as far as visibility goes um, when you post something on YouTube. And then, of course, you can embed it on, on the site itself. Um, any... Um, anything uh, special that you guys are doing with YouTube? Are you finding that YouTube uh, is driving any significant source of traffic to the site? Um, so, I mean, it does. It definitely drives traffic. It's it's smaller. Yeah. Um, I don't think we leverage it quite as well as we could. So YouTube is, YouTube, we include videos in articles. Yeah. Um, a complimentary video. It's not really content that would sit on its own necessarily. Uh, right. Well, so it's, you know, you're reading an article about a boat, you see all the pictures, and then there's a video of somebody on the boat or a walk around or whatever it might be. Right. Right. So I, I think, you know, we've talked about it and I think that'll be a bigger part of our strategy um, in the future. But um, we spent some time early on optimizing their YouTube videos. Um, mm -hmm. We didn't title those real. Uh, for SEO as well as they could have at the beginning, right? Right. Descriptions and things like that, because um, YouTube really relies on that to to help pull in content uh, yeah. in the search. Yeah. Um, how are there how-to videos? Is small boats doing 
doing anything in that department? No, no. Um, that's something we'd love to do more of as well. Um, but it's it's not been been a, a part of the mix yet. But mm -hmm. uh, we've done that with other clients, and and those are great. Yeah, well. I mean, it, they're more involved for sure, but they're also something that could even become you know like premium plus content. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we. We had a video series that we ran for small boats um, that did really well. Um, we actually were sponsored um, to uh, two kids that traveled around Europe in their boat, um, and it's part of our series section. And uh, hmm. it's great content. Uh, we put it actually on Vimeo behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah, it's worked really well, and. Uh, you know, that provided uh, social media content when they were released. You know, we released them once a week, um, these little episodes. And uh, nice. we sent an email to all of our, our current. And so we have, we can talk about email at another time, but we have two different templates that go out um, weekly for, for small boats. One will be for current subscribers and one will be for non-subscribers. Right. The non-subscribers are getting introductions to content but they're also getting you know asked to subscribe so we're putting that call to action in front of them mm. uh, so video in that respect is is great and i think it's something we'll we'll only do more of in the future yeah we have uh, uh i don't know if you're familiar with catch magazine but um it's a it's a high-end fly fishing magazine that um that was launched uh not that long ago maybe six months ago and we're doing some experimenting with um, email access and video access to videos. So uh, there's right. one, there's one on there. There's a video on there now, uh, which uh, you get a, a pop up, a soft pop up with just an email uh, address that you enter. And then I think I have to double check, but I think once you enter that email address, it gets it certainly gets added to their Mailchimp list, but also registers the the person as a free registrant yeah and then uh they can go yeah. reset their password to gain access to their free level of registration but that's something that's um you know we're looking at you know how how does that convert versus right like an art like a, a regular registration where you need to dump, dump a password in so that'll be interesting yeah email is uh <laughs> Email is for this business model. Email is a huge um, mm. source of subscription. So yeah, yeah we, we leverage that quite heavily. You heard it here. If you're listening, set up your free registration. <laughs> Absolutely, that that <laughs> is an amazing tool. And and we know. I mean, our open rates are, and I'm sure a lot of your clients with with uh, you know people who are really passionate about about their their content. You know, the open rates are our average open rate is fifty one percent for small boats. Wow. Love this stuff. Wow. You know, and I think a lot of your clients, if you're feeding them the correct information, will have similar results. I mean, we're we're sending them content that they want to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. On a basis, so yeah. Passion passionate uh, you know, personal passion. Absolutely. Super popular. Boy, you're going to make all the publishers run and look at their MailChimp metrics now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty high. <laughs> it's been that way. It's actually, 
Yeah, since since we really started ramping up email, it's uh, mm. it's been very consistent. Yeah, and so you your track. So really, you as far as email, and since it's part of the strategy, I think it's certainly worth talking about, and it's probably one of the more important tools or most important tool in your toolbox. Um, you're tracking two main lists, a free list and a paid list, essentially. Correct. Correct. So we break them out into, uh, uh, we use MailChimp um, mm -hmm. as well. So we break them out into a list based on um, their subscribe um, activity. So if they're an active subscriber mm -hmm. um, who has not expired, we send them the content with basically, you know, it, it's just the content. So it's like, here's your latest reading. Or yeah. Whatever it might be. And um, yep. uh, if you're not a subscriber, we send you content and we try to tease in, you know, the reasons you should be a subscriber mm. um, within that content. So mm. it's just a different template that right. has calls to action, um, but still presents them. Again, it's just like the social model. We're, we're presenting them with enough content that they're going to hit that paywall enough times and yeah. they're going to eventually relent. And, and <laughs> um, yeah. because, you know, side note, one thing that from our, we've been doing this for, uh, over 20 years in the, mm. the digital space. And, uh, one of the big problems that we have is getting clients to produce content. Hmm. You know, uh, from an e-commerce perspective, they're they're really so focused on sales and and, right. and products and things like that that to get them to produce content to help promote their products is very difficult. Um, mm -hmm. That's why the publishing world, these folks are sitting on a gold mine of of content. And every time we look at one of these companies, it's like, oh my gosh, you have <laughs> so much great content here to promote. Like I would do an email for this and a social post and Right. You know, it, it just, um, it's right. just organizing it and seeing past the content for what, what it is, um, and really diving into how it can be used to, to promote your business. Yeah. It's, it really, it really leverages the whole movement for inbound marketing, um, which, you know, like HubSpot's a big, sort of a big, uh, yeah. proponent of that and that they built their whole business model around that. And that is producing the content to drive the traffic and, and so, yeah, corporate America, you're absolutely right. They're struggling to create content. They don't understand the power of content and, and they don't realize that it's an urgent, urgent priority. But in the publishing space, you know, usually it's all there, but it needs to be presented properly. Uh, absolutely. And, and sometimes, at least with this client um, and some others that we've glanced at, I, I think that um you know they, they start to do it they start it and they have all the intentions but somehow that that just drops off the map too because they're so focused on the content and, and what, what do you mean so back up a little what do you mean by intentions they start to to promote the content on facebook or whatever it might be um mm -hmm. and they have all the best intentions of, of continuing to do that mm. but then they go, they go dormant for a week for two weeks um, mm. and really needs to be a consistent mm. 
um, right to make right like yeah yeah be consistent about what you do absolutely or people drop off they forget yeah so let me ask you this it's kind of a um i think this triggers another question from me um you're obviously doing a really nice job presenting small boats in social media um how did you get them over the hurdle of um uh doing it for them in other words so i've heard i've heard you know people say in the past oh well you know um you know i, I don't want to i don't want to hire out to social media because it's our brand it's our voice you know yeah. i, I want to i want to be careful about what's said and then like you just said then nothing happens <laughs> how do you get over that it it's and it was true with with small boats as well it was um people are reluctant to give up that control because you're right. They feel like you know, nobody could do it the way they do it. It's mm. their voice. It's their product. They know it better than anybody. Um, so really we, we worked with small boats and with a lot of our clients, we, we post social for um, quite a few clients. Mm. We work with them to, to make sure that we're developing the voice correctly. Um, and we, we involve them in the process. So, yeah, we, uh, we use a, a scheduling tool called Asana, and we basically create boards where we'll uh, we'll put posts in the board uh, in a column that basically says pending approval, mm. and the client will come in and and they know once a week they go in and they look at ten posts. Mm. They can see exactly what, what's going on, what is going to be posted. Um, and they just, they make edits if they have any, and they just slide that tile over to approved. Mm -hmm. And then we schedule out. So we're, we're usually about two weeks scheduled out um, for all of our clients. But we, you know, back to your original question, we give them eyes on this and right. see what we're doing. Right. Um, and usually within a, within a month they're they're approving just about everything that comes in right and, right right that's great i yeah i mean that that answers the question so they're they're getting to see a draft version in advance yeah so we we do the grunt work for lack of better term to to produce the post yeah in all formats be it instagram facebook pinterest um, and then really in 10 minutes, they can come in and look at these posts and approve them and they're done for the week with social. Um, so it's a, it's a very simple process and, and everybody has really enjoyed it. Well, what's great, what's great about it is that it's, it's system. You're, you know, like, like anything you do in business or in life in general, you just have to build systems so that things get done. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the things um, like we're 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 not a publisher, but we do publish articles from time to time and we're publishing this podcast and we're trying to do a better job of publishing. But things didn't really get done until we hired a copywriter, you know, like like we it, it's just, you know, you get busy and there's there's stuff to do. And so, yeah, uh, for social media, yeah, posting in social media, I could totally see that 
you know, you go wild for a couple of weeks and then you just for, you know, something else turns up and now, Oh yeah, 30 days goes by and then, Oh wait, we got to get back. And yet, you know, uh, you got to build those email lists, which Google certainly helps you with, but social also helps you with and, and getting that traffic to the site, uh, and getting people to register. And it's an important part of the mix. You can't ignore it. You got to be doing it all the time. I think you're, your point, your point is well taken, for sure. Absolutely, and really, we want to make it easier for our clients to to post. So, you know, we take the, and it's, you know, some clients it's difficult because we aren't on site, so mm. we can't take a picture of mm. this product or this new whatever. So we have to rely on them to help us. Right. Uh, but a lot of clients, especially in the publishing space. Yeah, their product is on their website yep. and the images are gorgeous and they're right there. And we just, we take it and we put it in their voice and we, um, we enhance it and, and they just approve it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's great. That's great. Well, Wally, this is, this is a lot of great advice. Um, Thank you. I feel like we stopped around a little bit, but no, we did. We got there was a you know I I I'm a note taker and I, I take notes on paper, so I'm I'm always uh, you know doing the old school thing, and uh, I got a, I got a full page of notes. <laughs> so uh, I think you know you really you get you know you, what you're doing sounds to me just right on. I mean I I don't again I I've, I've been out of the social media space for a while, but um you know it sounds like you're you're leveraging the paywall free registrations with certainly search and then really social work that's that looks glorious driving driving the traffic it's consistent you have a system in place um no wonder the no no wonder the the numbers are through the roof <laughs> i mean 100 yeah. traffic growth and 50 percent plus open rates in mailchimp i mean this is you know that's good work man that's awesome well, it's the content's there. They they've really made it easy when you apply some some of the you know the the things that we've done for other clients. Um, yeah, and apply it to this business model. It's it's a race car of a business model for sure. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great to hear. Well, um, I'm gonna. I think I think it's probably a good ending point. Uh, where can uh, people get in touch with you or your business? Yeah, great. Uh, you can head over to 50fish.com um, and you can see our outdated website that we'll update at some point <laughs> when we're not busy doing this. And uh, Or you can email me at wally, W-A-L-L-Y, at 50fish.com. That's number 50, fish. Number five, number zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I'd say if you're listening, if you're still listening... <laughs> Um, and you're you're interested in uh, driving more traffic, which drives more registrations, which drives more paid subscriptions, then uh, I think it'd be worth uh, at least a call with uh, Wally to to have a chat about the, you know your situation. Um, so again, thanks Wally, thanks for sharing all your knowledge. Uh, really, really appreciate it. And we, we we should do this again. Maybe we'll talk about analytics next time. Yeah, yeah, we should. We um, I. We love talking about this stuff, so it's it's great. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again. Good. And thanks, uh, yeah, enjoy the snow if you can. Oh, I know it's still too much snow, but 
Summer will be here soon. Oh yeah, sounds sounds great. All right, thanks. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Paywall Podcast. You can find us at paywallpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe in your podcast player of choice, and we'll see you next episode.